Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 401 for April 22nd, 2021. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. You're the number one host, Adriel. I'm one I'm of them. I'm the number two host, Kelly. Number two host. <laughs> there I we like go. that we're saying one a lot. One. one Anyways, how you been? Have you recovered from the news from last week? Yeah. What was the news? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I still haven't no. either. But we're getting lots of uh, lots of new applications for people who want to uh, <laughs> to co-host part time here and there. So uh, so that's great. Lots of uh, lots of uh, really good people that are applying. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's looking good. Um, did you do anything again this week? Maybe before uh, we get to that, what we did in yeah, this week is brought to you by. Yeah, the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Hey, guess what? They have nine millimeter what? ammo. Apparently, they do, mm-hmm. and it meets mm-hmm. power factors. If you're going to do some competitions, and it's cheap-ish. Mm-hmm. I will say cheapish. I was on cheaper, cheaper, and, and it's available. The other stuff out and, and available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tim was saying on the Facebook feed there, that uh, just trying to find nine millimeter in the states is is very <laughs> difficult. They're like unicorns and fairy dust. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went to the range and, and did a little bit of ammo testing, and I and I went through uh, a college fund worth of worth of nine millimeter ammo according to oh, U.S. Why? prices. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's a short supply of everything down in the U.S. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, do you want to start us off with what you did in guns this week? Uh, what I did with guns this week is very minimal. So I guess we're going to have a very short show this week. Surprise! Uh, I got a notice saying that uh, our Black Badge course is being rescheduled. So it, surprise, surprise. I know. So the reason that it's being rescheduled is that we actually had more restrictions for Ontario. I'm in Ontario, center of Canada, I know, in the universe. Uh, so Canada, sorry, uh, so Ontario has had more restrictions Im- imposed on uh, Friday of last week. So that means ranges are closed, uh, both indoor and outdoor. So that means that uh, any of the events that we've had scheduled uh, for the next month, and they also actually extended that restriction for not just four weeks, they've they've added a couple more weeks to it, so six weeks. So that means that any of the events that we've had planned, like for Project Maple Seed, we've had to actually cancel those, but it's also the Black Badge course that was supposed to take place uh, that I was going to participate in is now canceled. Well, it's not really canceled. They're just moving it to June. So not sure which date in June. There's a couple that they proposed. So they're just waiting to see what the consensus is. And then we'll have it in June. So that's that, which really sucks. The other part that really sucks is, again, we can't go to the range because everything is closed. Um, so it's been a really late week for me this week with with um, with 
what I did in guns. However, I did. It was really good. I won something. I haven't gotten what? it yet. What? Yeah. What'd you win? I won. I won. So the Olight. So a weapon mount Olight. The one that. <laughs> do you have? Didn't you have one? Yeah, I still have yeah. one somewhere yeah. around here. Didn't you do a, like a review on it? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I disappear. Anyways. <laughs> so I won one of those from our friends over at the Canadian Rimfire Precision Series. They're now they have a new sponsor, Olight, and the, as part of the sponsorship, they donated a few and to announce the sponsorship. That's cool. They had a contest, and I won it, and so I'm going to get it somehow. I don't know. Maybe Rick will. I don't know. Anyways, he'll have to mail it to me because they closed down the borders to Ontario as well. Jesus. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> So I won that. I'm super excited about it. And then it means mm-hmm. I can actually, you know, mount it to my Glock and then I can be all gangster like. Sweep your house late at night. <laughs> Use it yeah. when you need to go pee in the middle of the night. Like, no. yes. <laughs> no. I'm going to use it when I have to let the dogs out outside and see where they are in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? What is that? <laughs> It, you can't yeah. separate it off the pistol. Once it's on there, it's going to stay no. on there. Yeah. I think exactly. we say at the start of the show, Anyways. this it just shows for entertainment purposes only, right? And if people, if I actually turned my computer and you could see outside, my backyard is like 20 feet by 20 feet and my neighbors are like right in my, I can see literally into their back. Anyways, so if I'm out there with my Glock and a light, I think they'd have something to say about it. Anyways. Uh, the other thing is just, I, I I keep announcing it, but I just want to let everybody know that uh, the CCFR Gunny Girl calendar call out, it is ending on the 30th of April, which is in eight days. On so what send me day? A message or get what day? 30th of April. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, send me a message. Send me an email. Give me the details, or I'll give you the details, not you give me the details. And then you can. I don't give anyone uh, the details. And you can. Shut up. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop by. I'll stop bugging now. You know what? I had to a little bit. Stop bugging me, or you will not get one next year. (laughs) I don't care about how many days are on there. I care about the pictures. I'm a pictures guy. That's it. My computer's got a calendar on it. That's what I use. Hmm. We missed one day, April 30th. We went through that thing like a fine tooth comb. And I went, fuck. Anyways, April 30th, get it in. We got a lot of people submitting this year. It's awesome. That's it. What about you? Uh, let's see. I went to the range and I shot my Terra TM9. And I had a little bit of fun with it. I put a whole bunch of dumb stuff on it. And uh, and shot like that, and uh, it was fun. Well, that part was fun. Uh, the gun itself gave me some problems. Um, yeah, couple that yeah, I like- expected, couple that I didn't expect. Um, there's not a lot of information on these guns, and what I've have seen online is a couple people have had a couple of issues, um, but not really been able to uh, just symptoms. They haven't been able to find the cause of it. I found some causes. So some of the causes, like the magazine return spring, is uh, is kind of weak. So sometimes it doesn't reset. You know, like that's uh, that would be easy to remedy if you wanted to on this gun. You could just right. put a stronger return spring in there. 
Um, I found some more issues with the mags themselves. So I had a couple of a uh, couple of times where I'd be shooting, and uh, the slide would lock back, and I'd drop my magazine, and I'd have a round left in there. And mm. uh, uh, there was a couple of things that worked toward uh, against the gun on that. So the follower itself uh, just allows a little bit too much tilt, and that follower gets way, way, way high on there, and then uh, it ends up high enough that it actuates the. Uh, uh, the slide release when it shouldn't, when yeah. there's still a round in there, right? Uh, so that was one of the issues. And then another one that I, I just noticed, actually, because I posted my my review up on YouTube, and um, there's a guy who really likes Terra TM9s who uh, had some choice words for me. And most of it was just salty coping because I was, like, crapping on this gun that he really likes. But He, uh, he blamed Canada a lot. I yeah. saw from the yeah. reading. Yeah. yeah, he was dismissive of you it know, because I'm a Canadian. It's, um, it's, yeah, and that we have, you know, issues because we live in Canada with our. Well, anyways. he was. I think he was. It was like pretty desperate because he was trying to say like, oh, because it's crimped, that's yeah. where you're getting all your problems. The magazine spring isn't applying enough tension, and uh, it's because of your shitty country that uh, the gun's not running properly. But. Um, I took a look at it, and there, there, um, I don't know if it's going to show up on webcam very well. You see that really shiny spot yep, yep. on the mag right there? Yeah, um, that wasn't there when I first got this gun. And I actually looked, I take like really high quality photos of these things when I post uh, reviews of them. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't on there when it started. And that's actually the result of uh, inside a Glock and inside the Terra, because the Terra is like, you know, very heavily inspired by the Glock. There's a safety plunger uh, in there. This one sits low enough and the mag sits high enough that it hits it. It smokes the the magazine. So it's, yeah. So it's so it's cranking funny. it every every time you fire that and the slide goes back, that plunger is cranking the uh, the feed lips here and uh, and denting them and that causes a little burr on the inside there and then that wants to hold the rounds up and then they really go nose up and then all sorts of problems could potentially happen that that doesn't account for all the issues because i also had like a bunch of stove pipes which shouldn't be magazine related um and i yeah. had a couple of other weird things happen of a wide so variety of of stoppages can we go back to the feed lips so uh -huh. did you do anything to did you do anything to rectify that? Because you can't actually polish them or... Well, okay. So if you polish the feed lips, it's just going to get dinged up again. Like if you were to sand out from the inside and the outside that little burr, yeah. that yeah. Uh, plunger has a shelf on it. It's like on a, on a really high performance Glock safety plunger, they'll be rounded like a dome uh, because as your trigger is pressing on it, a nice rounded one will go down smooth, whereas something with a step on it will offer some drag. So if you get a performance parts mm -hmm. kit for your Glock, it'll include a plunger. Um, I will not be finding any of that kind of thing for the Terra. So what I did is chuck it up in my drill <laughs> and uh, take that step out because I don't want that shit in there. So um, if you want to do this at home, it's super easy to do. You can, and I mean, you could do this to your Glock. Just don't take off so much that it's not going to engage properly anymore. Uh, but you just, uh, I got a, a bunch of these. This is my wife's. This is mine. This is my nail file. <laughs> uh, that I use for, uh, you know, uh, polishing up the uh, <laughs> these kind of parts here, and uh, I've already been doing it all uh, just before the show, and and uh, it's nice and polished now. Hey, there you go, shiny! Look how shiny that thing is! Yeah. Isn't that nice and yeah, beautiful? And that's not going to damage the mag as badly. It's still going to damage the mag because it's still 
coming back okay. at it at high speed. Um, so that'll rectify some of it. Some of it. And then I think so, if, uh, if I polish out the inside burr on the mag, I might be able to prevent that um, one round in the magazine when it shouldn't be there issue. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a couple of the problems that you fixed. What did you attribute the stovepipes to? Uh, bad fit and finish. Not fit and finished. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't uh, I haven't actually figured that one out. I mean, like the the gun's got some flaws to it, uh, yeah. and uh, there, there an no one online had figured this. This like this is something I just figured out today, and and mostly I was doing it because I wanted to say f you to this guy who was uh, <laughs> who was crapping on Canada and and crapping on like my my gun reviewing, uh, and I found something that he didn't know about, and I don't think anyone on the internet knew about was this stupid. Who designs a safety plunger that whacks the crap out of your magazine feed lips? Like, what kind of brain damage you got to 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 think that that's okay in a in a gun design? Anyways, that guy did. Whoever designed this gun, maybe maybe he designed the gun. Maybe that's what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with the designer that, or like yeah. some factory rep or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Eh, it's it is possible. It is. By the way, uh -huh. I like. I was gonna say. By the way, I like the video. I like the editing. Did you do that, or did the did you pay the kids to do it? I don't do my editing these days anymore. It was it was fast and furious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did go a little yeah, bit shorter so. on the video because I didn't want to yeah. labor like a negative review, and I don't really like doing negative reviews either. Oh, that's another thing. The stupid follower is angled in too much, and that's what allows it to rock back and forth. Like, you need to have, like, some movement in it, but these back one, yeah. the back legs are actually angled in a little bit, and uh, that allows for too much movement as well. Because it's like, the spring pressure is fine, and the way it's, like, the way it's crimped in there is fine. It's not, uh, it's not causing any issues there. It's just primarily, like, it, it allows for too much movement. So, I don't know. Uh, I'll stop. So overall, that. overall, there's so better, overall, there's better guns for the price. For three hundred dollars, you can get a Gersan MC28 that'll just run, and the trigger won't be a nine-pound pull; it'll be a five or a six-pound pull. Or you could get okay. one of the uh, Nork Sig clones, which will have a twelve-pound pull, but then for the double action, their single action will be like five. It's fine. It's better than why nine. are you poo -poo why are you poo pooing on a duty gun that is a heavy trigger? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <poking> <laughs> nine pounds. It's fine. What's wrong with a nine pound trigger? It's like well, if we're in the '90s or like the right. '2000s, maybe because like it, you look at like the the New York Glock, uh, the one that they had that had like a massive uh, spring on it, or a lot of actually a lot of the RCMP guns today are still terrible and they have yeah. 12 pound trigger pulls. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. Like we're not it's not the stone ages anymore. We can we can get guns that are still good duty guns that have like a five pound trigger and that's okay. Yeah. And that yeah. Sh should be what you expect from a gun that's you know manufactured in these days. Mm -hmm. Right. I do have a question though. Uh -huh. Did the did the scope and the foregrip did it help with the with your shooting? You know the <laughs> foregrip on, on the foregrip <laughs> up there was actually real nice. Like it was awkward trying to like hold it, but boy, it cuts the recoil down so much. I had I felt like I had so much control over that thing with that front foregrip, and uh, had a couple of really concerned comments on there. People are like, "Yeah, 
that's illegal. You can't do that. And it's like, I'm not in America. I'm in Canada. I can do this that you can't. It's one of the very few things I can do that they can't do in in the U.S. Let's put a foregrip on. Adriel, Mm -hmm. you're my hero. (laughs) It was a fun video. Fun video too. Yeah, it was cute. And fun little, fun to like build some craptastic thing to to put on the gun. Uh, I also shot my 1022, so I can't remember when, but I changed mm, the ring setup, something on there. And uh, so it's got a 30 MOA rail, and the rings are good for, I don't know, 10 or something like that. I've got a. Oh, I remember. It's been like four or five months. Uh, I just haven't shot it. Um, I took it out to the range, and I, I took it to the long range, and I started at. 200 i'm like oh man i gotta go way way down to be able to get it on at 200 and i'm like oh what's this gonna look like at 100 so i go to 100 and i am 13 moa off the floor of the uh of what the scope can do at 100 which is perfect because Mm. i should be eight moa up compared to 50 so i've got like five on the bottom of this thing that's it perfect perfect perfectly dialed in with that setup so i'm pretty happy about that because i've been dicking around with that thing trying to get it like trying to maximize my elevation available in that scope and now i've got so you got the rail and you got the ring so you got 40 moa uh well those rings change based on how close in you mount them so if if you go a little bit further out the difference there isn't as great whereas if you go quite close in uh it'll be it'll be more different so um, I could send you a picture after the show, but I basically got the, yeah, sc- yeah. the rings like right on the other side of the uh, uh, the center bit there. So they're very close. Uh, they should be giving me, I don't know, 15 or something like that. But uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, send me a picture. I want to see, want to see, want to see, want to see. I think so you're just ready to for rock and roll. Long distance. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Maybe some gophers. Yeah. Some gophers this year. Gophers. Yeah. yeah. Gophers. 1022 without 400. <laughs> I feel like that would be very difficult. Yeah. 200? I'd be willing to try 200 200. Being, Yeah. I was yeah, shooting a little six inch plate at 200, like off the bench, mind you, but like every shot just ringing, ringing that little six inch plate. So I feel like a gopher at 200 I, would be in danger. Yeah. Yes. And we're talking, we're talking prairie dogs as opposed to actually big ass gophers right here. Which are yeah, ones. our gophers out here are the Richardson's pocket squirrels. They're like yeah. rat sized. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're chipmunk size. Whereas they make ours a nice are pop when you shoot them. A, a cat size. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else do you? Do? Uh, my bread and ninety two is in the mail, so it should be here next week. Uh, I put Sweet. out a video on SKS optics, so primarily like it was it was a personal. Like, should I even bother with a scope on this thing or should I just, our iron sight's good enough for myself. Irons, irons are the way to go. SKSs just aren't accurate enough to, uh, to worry about optics. But like I said in the video, like depends on you. If your eyes suck, use a scope. If you're going to go hunting with it, probably use a scope anyways, but, uh, uh, put that out. Um, I updated my SKS tech sites article with TS 100 stuff because, uh, mine came in the mail. So now oh, did I've it? got, yeah, I've got the TS 100, which come? is the. Mm, this week, next week, the I think. Flip one. flip one. Yeah, like flips the 
You okay. get like the yep. 90 degree flip there and you get the zero to 200 or you get the 300 option uh, out of that, which is uh, practical. Do all your adjustment yep. pretty much on the front site. Well, I guess you could still do windage on the back, but you do your like elevation and whatnot. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. I got target front post sites. So they're like, a, rather than like a big thick post, they're a little bit thinner and yep. then they come to a yep. ball kind of on the point. It probably won't cool. make any difference. <laughs> it's still an SKS, but it'll feel better. Did those come up from the U.S. or yep. did did you yep. get them from the U.S. or yeah, yeah, okay. I got them from oh. Optics Camp, and they dinged me for fifteen bucks on uh, duties uh, when they got up here. I want someone Sweet. in Canada to carry those because yeah, good. yep. We're uh, talking to you, we're talking to you guys, you know, at Calgary Shooting Center or wherever at Bullseye or whoever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, got to get some of those mm -hmm. in. Uh, not gun-related, but I got some Baofeng uh, UV5R radios. <clears throat> and uh, I've been, like, listening to the FM radio and, uh, you know, some of the other stuff on there. I'm not allowed to transmit on some of the things on there because I don't have a ham radio license. But I've been looking into getting that anyways. Because it's, like, it's a bunch of computer stuff, like diodes so and resistors and yeah. programming. It's like, man, I got this. I know that stuff from college and whatnot. So... I'm probably like way overestimating my ability to do that, but uh, I'm going to try to do it anyways. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch yeah. of people have actually gotten their license recently just because something to do pandemic, you know, things will go down. Whatevs. Um, I want to talk like Smokey and the Bandit. I want to get on there and be like breaker, breaker, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I don't, Come I don't on care back, actually. Teddy bear. In an emergency, <laughs> like I'm not going to use it at all. No, I don't, don't care about emergency. I just want to use it to like jerk around. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh yeah, my reg certs came in for. So there was a problem at the uh, where were the reg certification? I don't know. They just didn't print them, or they just mailed them to I don't know someone else. I have no idea. I think that they were sitting on somebody's desk. They reprinted. They had somebody to reprint had for like a section of time. They had to reprint all my reg certs. It was really funny. I got um, I got that Terra one before the reprint before anything else. And I, and I called them up. I'm like, I got your reprint. Nothing else has showed up since. Please reprint just everything. So they did. And it all came in. Yeah. You yeah. know what? It's probably on somebody's desk who has COVID. Maybe. Serious. I just assume that like, it's government. They don't really know what they're doing. And uh, they don't like they're doing, the, doing their jobs anyways. So. Am I, am I... You do know I work for the government, right? Mm. Is it work or is it like show up? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, if you want to know my thoughts on the government, there you've got them. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I got my registers and I'm like, I have got to get these Nork SIG clones out to the range. I have been sitting on these things. Yeah, you do. I've been doing disassembly videos. Like I am like, I so I went midweek. And I, I pounded some rounds through those things. And they were, they ran flawlessly. Actually, um, I had l like a, a lower opinion of them before I took them out to the range and I shot them. And I'm like, oh, these are actually not that bad. Like, they're not good, but they're like totally serviceable. Not like bad. They're, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the, the yeah. single action on, uh, uh, on the NP34 was fine. Five pounds, nice sharp break on it. Uh, the grip panels on it were pretty crappy, but I'm, I've got, I've got some on order for it. Um, oh yeah. Those are the ones that are coming from China. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the 
E2 grips on the NP22 were great. Uh, they really made a difference in where your hand sits because they, they actually have a different, uh, a different shape, I guess you could say, um, more like a shadow, and they felt better, uh, much better than the, uh, the NP34 grips. Um, but yeah, super easy to shoot. They just ran. Mags are easy to load. Like they were, uh, they were really nice to shoot. And I think that for uh, for a cheap handgun, yeah, the Gersan or those Nork Sigs would both be okay. The Gersan, if you don't want to dick around with the gun, the Nork Sigs, if you want to dick around and like change out some Sig parts or put that SRT kit in it, uh, boy, that makes a big difference. That short reset, oh, so nice, so nice. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, so yeah. Well, it probably felt much better than the than the Terra because they ran. Yeah, I actually did some like mm-hmm. double fist action with them because I had two of them out there. <laughs> Everything ran. So all the all the mags ran and all the guns like the the forty cal mag ran, the nine millimeter mag. Everything ran. A couple times, I accidentally took the uh, short. Uh, mag from the uh, NP34 and tried jamming that in the NP22 and like racket and like why is it shooting? It's like oh, it's well, not working. It's the mag's the too short. There's no mags getting there. Yeah, no ammo getting in there. But everything else ran. Everything that was supposed to run ran just fine. Right. Really, uh, really interesting. They still have like they still sit quite high. They're still really chunky. Like I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the gun itself, but uh, per- performance was really good. And for the price. Yeah, so if you're talking about okay, so if we're you're doing you're going to get the Beretta, you're going to do that one too. It's a mm-hmm. better gun, but but it was a cheap one because NRS. But so you're going to do a whole review on all of these che- cheap pistols, and you're going to put it out, correct? Yeah. yeah, I've got an article. I'll probably do a video as well, um, yeah. and then I'm going to do another one that's just to let you listeners in, so you're in on the the, the joke. I'm going to do. A Sig P226 versus Breda 92 uh, review video, but I'm gonna crap on both of them like a lot through the whole video just to cheese people off, and then at the end I'm just gonna say it's a joke. But they won't get to the <laughs> they won't get to the end of the video. They won't make no, it. They will ra- they will be quit. foaming at their mouth <laughs> and commenting and downvoting the whole way. And that, that's what I'm gonna do. That's my plan. Is just because like that the the, the, the that matchup is. Uh, uh, is like 40 years ago kind of a thing in the 80s kind of a thing, right? So people still yeah. think about that matchup and think about those two guns as like head-to-head and competitive and that kind of thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that to my advantage to troll them and, uh, and make a lot of people really mad because I think See, that's funny. Now you've let the listeners know about you and your they sense know of about humor. It, but, they, but so many people <laughs> are going to be pissed. <laughs> well, that's your goal. Great. That's awesome. It's going to be great. <laughs> looking forward to that one yeah yeah the boy has been pretty pretty creative with his videos so (laughs) hopefully uh hopefully he does some creative editing to maximize the trolling potential of that one um yeah uh i think that's about it it's gonna be crappy this weekend so i'm not gonna do anything uh, much but then the weekend after doubleheader maple seed weekend oh wait i'm getting my shot this weekend and then I'm going to Maple Seed the weekend after. So your what? I'll have my vaccine. Okay. A week before, uh, which means that once I get my vaccine, I can do anything I want. I th- I'm pretty sure that's the rule. Once you get it, <laughs> okay. you can you can go uh, uh, Roman Greco wrestling with a bunch of lepers. It's all fine. You can just do whatever yep. you want. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that can the- look 
light poles. You can mm-hmm. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those put those walk yeah. buttons at the on the street corner. Get up, you can get up. Yeah, you them. can. Yeah, get on a plane to India if you want. And come right back. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It's all cool. Yeah, the bandit. Yeah, the plans for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh yeah, Alberta passed a, a law that the uh, you can't ban handguns. <laughs> <laughs> the municipalities here can't ban handguns because they're in Alberta. <laughs> Wish Ontario uh, would do that. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, well. No, and I, I don't even know how long this this period will last. It will probably last for a little bit. They'll like, oh, it's it's not working because we need just just to do this at the federal level, and they might just try to do it at the federal level rather than mucking around at the uh, oh. at the municipal level. Who knows? I was going to see, but no, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I just thought uh, we were going to talk about it in the news. And the news. All right. Is there a news item that I'm like scooping right now? No. No. No, that Alberta passed a law that municipal handgun you can't ban. I don't know any That's municipalities it. that we're going to do anything here, anyways. I know. Maybe it's like some like small one. Sport. Maybe like St. Albert or like Sherwood Park would be like, oh yeah, no handguns. But I don't know. I think that would be like bad for your career if you did that in Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get on to okay. upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. So if you're looking to build a website or get some e-commerce set up or whatnot, head on over to telosalpha.com. In the yeah. news, hey guys. yeah, uh, I've got this bit here. Uh, let me just share my screen because it's something special. Yes, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the uh, the Toronto police making the streets more safe. <laughs> Look at they they pulled this gangbanger, uh, uh, man killer off the off the streets. And for our audio listeners, it's a uh, it's not a flintlock; it's a cap lock uh, pistol. Yeah, uh, but it's like so it's some pirate shit. Like <laughs> you should you should be boarding someone else's <laughs> vessel with this pistol, <laughs> not not uh, yeah. carjacking them. I guess you could use it to carjack yeah. someone or. or you know, commit the crimes, but uh doesn't look optimal. Well, it for depends it. on who you use it on. They might actually think, oh, you know, but I mean, uh, you can still kill someone with it. It's still a deadly weapon, but that's you know, true. It's, uh, it's not yeah. exactly a very super useful. Someone might think that's a joke. I think. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. <laughs> I think you got to say that when you when you uh, when you try jacking <laughs> someone, <baby>. right? <laughs> hey, I want your car. <laughs> I want your booty. <laughs> I demand parlay. <laughs> I invoke parlay. I'm taking your your Buick. Uh, all right, let's get into the uh, CCFR legal fund donations. Okay. So uh, let's get yeah. So there are a few. So Wanstall's actually contributed two thousand three hundred seventy five dollars. International Shooting Supplies one thousand dollars. Terrace Rod and Gun Club five hundred dollars. And Cornwall Handgun Club ten thousand five hundred. Like whoa that's huge that's awesome so uh, those are the um the ones that uh, the ccfr posted so we wanted to post them there but you want me to go through this legal challenge thing also that we're doing giveaway yes, yeah you bet okay so the ccfr legal challenge fundraiser uh we have uh, been given some uh, ccfr laser engraved uh, 1022 uh, CLR receivers from Graybridge Solutions. So we wanted to say thank you to them, by the way. 
uh, for donating these. We're raising some money for the legal challenge. You can actually get it two just separate ways. First one is make a donation to the CCFR legal challenge through their website and then send us a photo of the donation and we'll add you to the list. Or you can also go into our sponsor, Armory DC Gunsmith, and make a donation there and they will collect the money and then they will let us know that you made the donation and then you will be eligible for that receiver that's actually there. So uh, yeah, so we wanted to thank Great Birch Solutions for donating the receivers and we also wanted and supporting our community and also thank the CCFR for taking on the legal challenge and also actually for Armory DC Gunsmith for helping us out as well because he didn't really know about it last week until we've been talking about it. So uh, the draws for all of them will be May 27th. We'll do it on the show and you will get a chance to win it. Now, Nathan V, he put he did what we asked him to do he sent us a photo of his donation and he donated fifty dollars to the um ccfr legal fund so we're going to throw him in the uh the pool and maybe he'll win that uh, receiver by the way i have one on my 1022 it's freaking awesome uh, i know that adriel has one i think every actually all of i think every single one of our co-hosts has one of these love it perfect it's awesome I don't have one with the CCFR mm, laser engraving on it. And they're limited. Yeah. They're limited edition. I have like the old school, but great. I'm okay, I'm okay great. having a pleb, pleb version. That doesn't bother me. No, still shoots the same, which I is awesome. I could get Jackknife and, uh, and mark in like CCFR or AM or whatever on there if I want to. No, no, don't do that. Carve no. out in the, in the stock, put like a quarter with my birth year on there too. <laughs> no okay maybe no, i won't do that stuff no. why don't you why don't you do like i was gonna say register but number but that you don't register them so or if you'd had to i don't really want no. to no thank you no, no thank you i decline no thank you no Pass. thank you all right <laughs> do you uh, want to talk about the fact that that we have a dwindling co-host. We need a. We need someone who's got a face for radio. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you have a face for radio? Are you willing to work for scale? Scale being zero. Uh, we're looking for a part-time <laughs> host, someone who can help uh, fill in when one of us can't make it. Uh, if you have time on Thursday nights and uh, and you'd like to talk about guns. Uh, send a message and a bio to slamfireradio at gmail.com. And I've had a couple of people who have been asking about this, asking me personally about this, and I tell them the same thing. Uh, do the submission like everyone else is doing because uh, we've got mm -hmm. some submissions. And i got to make sure that we give everyone a fair shake at, uh, at this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, deadline for submissions is April 30th. That's when you got to have your submission in. When is it? April 30th is what it says on the thing. Did I say that? Did I say something else? Yeah. No, you gave me a hard time about April 30th already. So I'm giving you it was, It's kind of tight. Where are you sending the submissions? Where you, Send your where submissions you to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Yeah. Make it interesting. Love to hear from you. We got a few. So, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the people that have sent them in are awesome people, by the way. I think so. Just saying. Mm hmm. Uh, let's get into New Gun Stuff. New Gun Stuff is brought to you by Bolt Action Coffee. Bolt Action Coffee makes coffee that is gun-themed. And uh, if you'd want some of this gun-themed best coffee ever, 
you can go to <laughs> boltactioncoffee.com and use discount code SLAMFIRE to get a discount and uh, to let them know that uh, we sent you. New gun really, stuff. Really good coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get it uh, in. I got a couple things here. Uh, one is Rangeview Sports. They're having a fifth annual giveaway and sale. Uh, so there's a couple of different things you can do here. They're doing a giveaway for a Ruger Precision Rimfire 22 bolt action rifle. And they're also going to have like mm-hmm. a bunch of different sales and that kind of thing. So check them out on their website and on CGN for more information on that. Um, the other one. And so, I, when it, mm-hmm. so when is this? It starts Wednesday, April 21st, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. Time cool. to get after it. Time to get after it. They got some deals on some different yeah. uh, different rimfires. So uh, go check them out if you want to uh, to get a good deal on a Savage rimfire. Uh, the next one, I don't have uh, the next one on here, but I just wanted to let our listeners know, and uh, this is primarily for the live listeners because uh, the rest of you might not get to this in time, but uh, Profit River is doing their Vortex sale on Saturday at, what was it, 10 Eastern? It's, I, I messaged you guys on Messenger. They've got a, a terrific deal on Vortex scopes. You'll have to find it yourself. I'm not yeah, going yeah. to give you guys too much of a head start because Kelly and I need to get dibs on a couple of things on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, the Vortex, gonna... Vortex scopes half price. Yes, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the prices are, uh, are pretty good. Um, they also have a bunch of Allen shooting supply stuff on sale, like on, like half off or more. Uh, so check out, check out their threads on CGN. Uh, be ready on the spot for Saturday when that thing opens because that stuff's going to sell out right away. So have your credit yeah, card in front of you, all that kind of stuff, because there's going to be some smoking deals uh, that they're going to have, and uh, you're going to be competing with me on some of those. <laughs> I'm fast. Yeah, and go and go someplace where the internet is good. Mm-hmm. Just saying, because mm-hmm. if you're buffering, 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 crap. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's just like trying to get into a. Uh, like an Ipsic match in a popular area or something like that, right? You gotta be Johnny on the spot, ready to rock and roll. All right, for our main topic, we've got Jackie from Feng Huang Munitions. Jackie, welcome to the show. Hi, hey guys. Thanks, so, guys. Um, honor to be here. Yeah. So maybe just to start us off, uh, let us yeah. know um, what kind of uh, what kind of ammo do you guys make? Do you guys just make ammo, or do you distribute as well? And uh, and and what's the business about? Um, so so far, we're only doing nine mil at the moment um just because we want to get you know cheap affordable ammo out there with everything that's going on right now uh we are distributing to uh uh to our exclusive distributor which is uh calgary shooting center at the moment um so it's right now we don't have too many people working at the company right now just um trying to get our production to level up but yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys are primarily making nine mil. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> it's been pretty hard to get recently yeah. and that stuff you can get is, uh, is, is pretty expensive. So we're, uh, we're definitely seeing a resurgence in, uh, in demand for that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, actually I was, I, I've been listening yeah, to sure. uh, uh, Ben Stoger's podcast and he was saying that they, they, in the States, there are some like shooting matches and practices and that kind of thing where they're either cutting down the round count or some people just can't make it because they don't have nine. They can't buy n- enough nine millimeter for their uh, courses. Oh, 
Yeah, uh, right now in the states, I mean, I think what how we're comparing to the states right now, we're actually doing a lot better than the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tend to agree because elite you could still find it here. It's just expensive. So, you know, yeah. two two three is available. It's yeah. just expensive, and nine mil is available. It's just expensive. So I think uh, for reloading, that's uh, that's definitely an option. So, uh, what kind of components do you guys use to uh, to make your uh, ammunition right now? Um, so far, we got two machines, which is uh, Mark 7s, um, and they're just, uh, they're progressive stage mm-hmm. low, uh, stage machines, right? So, um, and they're fully automated, right? Uh, right now, we, uh, it is giving us some grief, right? That's where we're getting our production level is kind of getting bottlenecked right there. Uh, but however, we are getting new machines in, I think, sometime around August or September. And hopefully that will bump our production level up. Okay. So how awesome. much are you producing right now? Are you, are you meeting the supply uh, roughly, or no? Uh, we are meeting it, but like the demand is going Through the roof. higher every yeah. single day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um but so far, we are meeting demands um, around, I say, if it's a good week, 50 to 60,000 rounds wow, okay. a week. Um, if it's if the machine is giving us grief, then usually around 40,000 or so. Okay, so what? Yeah, I mean of- that's that's still that's still a lot of production, yeah. even with uh, <laughs> even with stoppages, still doing like forty thousand rounds. That's uh, that's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So we we, we tend to keep like a close eye on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of bullets, what what kind of bullets are you guys offering? Like weights and hollow point, or just FMJs or TMJ, uh, uh, total coat or FMJ? Like what do you what kind of you offer, offering? Uh, so far, we're only doing uh, full metal jacket, um, 124 grains, just mostly for target ammo, just because we want to go in the market as as just target ammunition and it's affordable, affordable for everybody to use, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We are, however, thinking about going to uh, match lines or precision lines uh, later on, but... Uh, so far, our biggest issue is production level. So we're just trying to get that ironed yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah. 124 FMJ, which is like common. That's that's yeah. what pretty much everyone's shooting for nine mil anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people shoot the 115s for price just because you can get the bolts cheaper. But sounds like uh, sounds like you guys is are... 115 ch- cheaper though. Sometimes, like if you get the absolute cheapest stuff, it's usually going to be yeah. 115. I prefer 124 or uh, 147 where I can, but uh, uh, if I buy like the absolute cheapest aluminum cased ammo, it's usually 115 as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so with the new uh, machines that you're going to be getting in August, are you are you looking to branch out to uh, 147 or 115? Take those on, or what are you? Or are you looking to ramp up even more production of 124? Um, so pretty much what we're thinking right now is when we get the new machine in August, uh, is 
we're going to use our, we're going to fine tune our old machines that the ones we're using right now uh, into making 223 okay. or 308 into different calibers. Okay. Um, and that new machine is just going to start pumping out nine mil, like okay. still 124 grain full metal jacket. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, that would, that would be a good idea. Um, if you guys get 223 and you start making 223, uh, there are no manufacturers that make bulk 223 in like 62, 65 grain bullets. Lots of them that make in, in 55. And you can buy like the 55 grain stuff from a lot of places. Yeah. But um, a lot of like right. a lot of people still have barrels that are like a one to seven or like a tighter twist where like a 60, 65 mm-hmm. around there um, would really benefit. So just if you guys do start doing that, if you guys start making bulk 223, uh, 62 or 65 oh, yeah. grain for just like a little bit more than 55 grain uh, surplus, mm, mm, I'd be all yeah. over that. That's where it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like for, for three gun, uh, we shoot out to long distances and I'd like to use a heavier bullet, but at the same time, like getting something in a 65 or a 70, I got to reload it. And I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to reload. I don't want to. I don't want to reload two, two, three. All the case operations, like you need to invest yeah. in in like the trimmers and the swagers and all this other kind of stuff to make that viable. And uh, I just can't be bothered. It's just too much work. Just <laughs> to be direct about it. It's too just much. to be direct. Too much case prep. It's too much case prep. <laughs> two, two, three. Is such That's a pain. true. Yeah, but like 65, mm, my, my guns really like uh, a slightly heavier bullet. Uh, and uh, like a 60 or a 65 would be great. It's just, so, yeah, yeah. you can't find a 55 or, or nothing kind of a thing, right? We're definitely thinking about, yeah, we're definitely thinking about uh, making mash line in the future. Right? Um, just so, just that there's a demand for it right now. Um mm-hmm. So far, I think we're just going to stick with, because um, cause the owner, uh, uh, Ed, actually do a lot of uh, long-range uh, precision shooting himself, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he, he definitely wants to expand that line, right? And he definitely have extend knowledge on it as well. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good idea because, yeah. um, you know, once the uh, once there's more nine millimeter in in country and it's more available, uh, not who knows when that's going to happen though. I mean, it seems every <laughs> yeah, it seems every time it's like, oh yeah, it'll, it'll get cheaper. And I was like, ah, Biden says he's going to like ban assault rifles <laughs> and he's going to ban uh, all this other kind of like ghost guns and whatnot. And everyone in the U.S. just buys everything again, and it's yeah. just like, ah, yeah. well, <laughs> we might be a little bit tight here in Canada for a while. <laughs> Just when we're thinking, oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah, but it'll be great for you to actually have a niche market for Canada for two, two, three, or three hundred eight. So if you can't get in anywhere else, we're going to come to you. So you said that the Calgary Shooting Center is somebody who's your uh, so you're exclusive with. So can we buy directly from you, or do we have to go through Calgary Shooting Center? Although we should be going through Uh, Calgary Shooting. Uh, we we, are, we aren't really doing retail right now, right? Okay. Uh, just because we don't have the capability to do so. And okay. um, I actually recommend getting it from Calgary Shooting Center, right? Great guys are over there. Yeah. And um, prices are good as well. Yeah. And so you can buy a box of nine mil yeah. and then also buy a pistol from Jeff as well. I think that's how it works, right? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And shoot it and shoot it at the yeah. same time. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about the pricing and uh, the pricing, uh, retail pricing, because that's what we're interested in, obviously. What's the pricing per thousand? Uh, what do you have available, uh, you know, for people to purchase, like, in quantities? Like, uh, Right now, for quantities, it is only in bulk. Um, okay. A lot of it is dependent on how Tiger Shooting Center does it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So we are, we do have a thousand round boxes right and how they're packaged is there uh three bags of 250 rounds in there right okay. uh so if calgary shooting center decides to um sell those separately then uh, that might be an option out there um so far i think we're retailing at uh 300 uh, for a thousand rounds, which is, I think, right now, it's probably that's the decent. You can get and yeah, that's the really quality, decent. right? Yeah, especially yeah. for one twenty-four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's that. That sounds really good. So I guess uh, if people if people want to learn more about your company or, or where you guys sell, like where where do they find more about you guys? Um, so, uh, you guys could find us, um, we don't really have a website set up yet. Uh, I recommend everybody going on, uh, Instagram. We do have a page on Instagram. Um, one of our, uh, one of our guys goes on there all the time, checks what people <laughs> have to say. Yeah. Okay. So what's the Instagram handle? Oh, uh, Instagram. Ooh. Give me a hard question here. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, what's the handle? Oh, no, 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 I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> All right. You never said there would be a pop quiz. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, Kelly. Jeez. I know. I love the I love the fact that one we're sporting a Canadian company that's really just starting out. But and but not only that, you know, we're having a really hard time in Canada finding ammunition. And this is a new company, and we want to support you guys so much. And not only yeah. that, you know, so um, so is it Feng? How do you say that? Feng Huang. Uh, uh, F Feng Huang. Feng Huang. Um, so pretty much in Chinese means uh, Phoenix. Oh, okay. And is yeah. it okay? So that's pretty common. <laughs> I'm I'm on Instagram right now. <laughs> I F E N G H U A N G. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah. I'm totally failing at this. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? When we find the uh, link to the Instagram, what we'll do is uh, we'll put that in the show notes so that anyone who's uh, listening. Who wants to? I I would imagine your Instagram is a bunch of like really reloading porn, where it's just like mach- automated machines going back and forth and just churning <laughs> ammo out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, we got a we probably got a guy taking pictures back there right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yay! Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll include a link to that, and it sounds like anyone else who's interested in uh, in learning more or buying some uh, some inexpensive nine millimeter ammo ammunition. Uh, head on over to the Calgary Shooting Center and you'll be able to pick some yeah. up there. Yay! Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show and, and letting us know about uh, about the ammo that you're making. And uh, again, like Kelly said there, we're, we're glad that there's Canadian companies that are stepping in to, uh, to help with the crunch right now oh, because yeah. it might be a while. It might be a while before we can get uh, oh, yeah. get cheap 9 mil again. So for everyone else who's shooting IPSC or 3-Gun or, or whatever uh, this year or just needs more in stock, it's it's good to have options and it's, it's good that uh, companies like yours are uh, are stepping in to fill the gap. Yeah, and I think uh, for reloads, uh, we are at a major power factor. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. Good so to know. Our shooting competitions, it is good to go. That's awesome. great to hear. Yeah, that is good to know. Makes it easy, right? Yeah. Just shooting factory ammo rather than having to reload. Very good. So Ipsic power right. major. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, right. Kelly, did you have any questions? No. No? Perfect. I'm actually... No. Yeah. No, it's really great to meet you, Jackie. All right. Yeah. Thanks for uh, coming on the Perfect. show. Perfect. Thanks, guys. And um, yeah. Um, also, I just want to give like a huge shout out to, uh, to Calgary Shooting Center because, um, you know, with the ammo shortage and components-wise... Um, they have been helping out us all out like quite a bit, right? Sourcing components and everything. So awesome. yeah, shout yeah. out to them. If you guys want to find uh FH munition, go to Calgary Shooting Center. Cool. Awesome. That's thanks awesome. for coming on the show. Thank you. All right. Thanks again to Jackie from Feng Huang Munitions for uh telling us all about the bullets, the nine mil. I wish I had a, a, a Mark seven in my room just like cranking out ammo making like 40,000 a month or 50,000 was did you say per month or per per week per week i think it is oh okay i can't afford to feed that or, thing for, for uh, that and much he goes, yeah slow week was 40 good week was 50 yeah yeah i was I'd love to do that. I'm actually reloading some 6.5 Creedmoor right now because my Maverick's all set up right. and I'm reloading. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to go for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. Gotta crank okay. it out. I did fire, I fired like three rounds out of it and I like, yeah. and I looked at all my, I, I was, I tried some Federal and uh, it was piercing the primers with my Federal factory ammo, but my other stuff was fine. So maybe those primers are like, Soft I don't know, primers. weak, bad. Yeah. 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 But that was that happened with the mm. factory ammo. So my reloads are fine. I gotta I gotta make some more reloads. Okay. I was kind of sad that he left though before you started talking to him and in Chinese. I tried, yeah. but he he hung up just a little bit too quick. <sighs> All right. I was gonna try to ask for a discount. I was saying, if I speak Chinese, can I get a <laughs> discount? Oh well, now we'll never know. Uh, let's get on to listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by DC Armory Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and coat finishes, as well as wood and steel refinishing. Uh, check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and uh, 1022 chassis at dcgunsmith.ca. Yay! And 1022 receivers that uh, you might want to put a little bit of money on because there's not very many that pe- people that have. And right now your odds are really good. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Odds are really good. Really good right now. Uh, do you want to take this first one, this first email from Chris? Sure. Yep. So it says, hey, gang, congrats on 400 episodes. I started listening just a few dozen episodes ago. Um, 
But I do come back every week for tons of education, news, and entertainment. I met Kelly and Dave in person and hope to meet Adriel and Trevor one day too. Uh, I hope you won't be kicked out of online platforms. No, we hope so too. So all the best, Chris. Chris is uh, somebody who I see on a regular basis. I've seen him a lot during the, actually the pandemic, so it's awesome. Um, he's located near me. Chris with a K. He's also come to Maple Seed. He's gone to he's gone to a gun and girl signing. He went to the march. He's really an awesome guy. Really like him. So thanks for listening, Chris. He's a regular writer in or is writer in or an actual term. It is now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Next one is from Tanner. Hey guys, just recently found your podcast on Spotify and I have a question. I'm trying to find a non-restricted DMR for hunting. I'd like to start mainly hunting with a black rifle. And that's from Tanner. Uh, big game hunting. You're limited a little bit. There is the mm. uh, SG542, which is definitely fits the bill of black rifle. It's not super flexible, uh, as flexible as some of the other like AR-10 style rifles, but wonder, we don't really have yeah. AR-10 style rifles. Um, there's the FN, FNAR. Uh, which is 308, which is kind of like the BAR action uh, that's being used in a in a 308 semi-auto. Yeah, yeah there's that one. Um, and then aside from that, there is the Maple Ridge Armory Maverick, uh, which is a 308 platform. And my buddy Tom just got one of the uh, MDI uh, new style straight pull 308s. And that that's an option as well. So, you, have you had a chance to check that one out? Check I it out, yeah? have not. Uh, he's okay. just just got into it, so um, I think we'll uh, we'll have some more information on that one um, soon, soonish. Okay. All yep. right. All right. Uh, do you maybe, grab this one from Mike? Yeah, I was just going to say maybe Tanner can wait until you get some information for or get check out Tom's first, and then I think the the SG five forty two. If you want a semi auto, that's a cool gun. I wouldn't use it for like a long okay. bomb shot on a on a deer or anything like that because it's not it's not really like built as like a precision DMR kind of a thing. Um, uh, does he want a DMR DMR? I just want to know where he is. So what were we talking? Mm. And then the other like, possibility, I, I was talking to a guy about. So Troy has their PAR, which is their pump action. They also now yeah. have a straight pull that uses this big knob on the side that you that you uh, rack the action with. Um, I'm curious if that one, if the accuracy on that one is better than their PAR, because with the PAR, like, uh, with a lot of the rounds that I tried in it, the accuracy is horrible. And then with one, just one weird round, it was really good. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if their straight pull would be less sensitive. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I take this next one from Mike? Okay. Yep. So it says, hello, Slamfire host. Congratulations on the show number 400. I enjoyed downloading episodes and listening to them on the road as they drive truck to pay bills. I was not too shocked to hear that Trevor's packing was packing it in. I would like to throw him under the bus, but cannot. He did a wonderful job of bringing this podcast to the public. He brought together personalities which complement our common interests. Kelly and Adriel, your chemistry works. Adriel, and he's spelling, he is whatever, but he actually got it right. So congratulations, oh, Mike. Got um, it. Yeah. Yeah. You do Canadian is a great service for of reviewing firearms and accessories. Your love of it 
Love your videos. Very well spoken. Kelly, Project Maple Seed, fantastic. Along with this, you express genuine love of the fire to of the firearm community both you both of you uh supporting a hobby or a sport which many canadians enjoy responsibly uh in their precious free time i hope you can continue to carry out the torch educate and entertain our shooting community your friend mike O. and he says p.s you guys are still rascals not sure about that <laughs> you're a rascal you rascal rascal and rabbits oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's really nice in. thanks mike yeah, I think he wrote in a while ago and said rascals. That that does ring a bell. You're still a rascal. You're a little rascal. That's your new nickname. Adriel the Rascal. Yeah. And he got your name right. That's awesome. Uh, kudos, because sometimes I don't get that right. <laughs> no, I, I, I get my name right. All right, let's get, <laughs> let's get on to the rest of it. Uh, Patreon. So if you'd like to, uh, to reach out to us on Patreon, you can do so over there. You can also help support the show. Uh, if you go over there to uh, patreon.com slash slamfire radio, you can, I don't know, help us out, throw some, uh, some shekels our way, and we'll use it for uh, domains and hosting and whatnot uh, for the costs. And you just renewed it. So guess what? We're good to go for another year. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yep. Another year. Yay. <laughs> Another year. Uh, and uh, you can also like, I don't know, Instagram us, text us on Instagram, DM us on Instagram, add us on Instagram, all the above. I don't yeah. know how Instagram works. I just post pictures on there. Uh, you can also review us on Facebook um, and mm-hmm. head on over to our Facebook page and review us. Give us five That's stars because like- uh, we're not good with anything less. It's the only really kind that we're after anyways. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if you'd like to email the show and have us read it online or on air, uh, send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. I guess it's online too, because we are online right now and on the air. We're actually more online than we are on the air. This is true. What kind of air are we even on right now? There's no air we're on. <laughs> Do you have any <laughs> shout outs, Kelly, before I go way off to the side here? More than I already am. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I, no? yeah, no, no, no. I just give a shout out to everybody that has been sending us all, uh, you know, emails, I guess, because, and applying to be our co-hosts and not because these people are really cool people. All of them are. It's going to be a hard choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that, but keep sending them because. What if we'll just have like an eight-person eight show, and it'll just be a mess of people just talking over each other the whole time? Like we don't do that already. Worse, <laughs> much worse. It's exponentially worse. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it'll get there. Maybe. Uh, okay. Check check us out what on Gunners of Canada. Uh, like us on Facebook. We're at two thousand seven hundred and sixty-two likes, which is more than the library. Yeah. Yeah. The Bibli- Edmonton Bibliotech. Which we were originally up against. I just heard from them this week. Apparently, they miss on Facebook. We got more likes than good. We got to figure out another something else. We were doing an orphanage, but it's kind of I don't really feel comfortable or right doing that. Getting more mm. likes than an orphanage. Then we need to pick another uh, firearms podcast to have a uh, friendly uh, rivalry with. Hmm. Hmm. I'll figure something out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give us a review on Facebook. 
join the CCFR, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.